Hey talkers, welcome, bienvenidos a Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the key to improving your English, la clave para mejorar tu inglés. You have to keep talking in English every day. Hablar en inglés todos los días. We apply the same principle to our podcast. That's why we have a Keep Talking Podcast episode every day. Un episodio todos los días. Listen every day and then go speak every day. Keep talking. Talkers, what's happening? In this episode, I'm going to talk about a rare glimpse of the news that I just decided to read, right? The news. And I think I'm going to try to publish this episode within the next couple days. I usually record them like a month in advance, but I'm going to try to switch this up and publish it within the next couple of days. Because as you know, I pretty much, as a rule, do not follow the news. I just, I don't, I think it's bad for us for the most part um to spend our energy watching news whether it's global you know political news whatever right but anyway i'm like let's check out what's going on in the news and i came across something i just went to the bbc right and then i clicked on the middle east because i knew you know i i mean i used to know a lot about what's going on in the middle east and then i <laughs> there's this one that made me laugh it just really made me laugh and honestly i it's it's funny to me it's a very serious topic and some people you know will have well there are going to be opinions on both sides of the spectrum but this is a very serious topic and i'm going to kind of laugh about it in the meantime and um you know some people might not, not like the fact that i laughed at this but it made me laugh and um so what i'm going to do is kind of translate this article not translate the whole thing i'm just going to read through this article explain why i laughed a little bit and then also translate some of the more complex terms into Spanish, right? Okay, so here we go. The title of the article that caught my attention is LGBT football fans told to be respectful at Qatar World Cup. All right, so at first, see, I really laughed at the beginning because I, I thought it was actually the other way around. I thought it was saying that the country of, of Qatar, or of, of Qatar, Qatar, as we pronounce it in English a lot, I thought it was saying that that they are were, were supposed to be respectful of LGBT, the LGBTQ community, which is not going to happen. Um, but it's still actually kind of funny the other way around. The fact that, you know, people who are in the lesbian, gay, uh, well, bi, transgender community are being told to be respectful of Qatar and of that country's laws. Which, I mean, either way, it's just, it's a clash. If you're telling Qatar to respect the LGBTQ community, and if you're telling the LGBTQ community to respect Qatar, it's just, no, it's it's like it's not going to happen. It's like fire and water. It's black and white. It just didn't, <laughs> I'm sorry, these things are like diametrically opposed, okay? Because Qatar, among many other, uh, not like that many, but a lot of Muslim countries, it's against the law. Any homosexual relations are against the law okay so essentially you know people in the lgbtq community uh you know what they do is against the law and in qatar the law is i mean it's just totally against their belief system so it's like okay be respectful <laughs> just kind of made me laugh it's like how are they going to do that how are they going to be respectful all right so here the article goes on by Jasmine Anderson from BBC News. LGBT football fans who attend the World Cup in Qatar should show, quote unquote, a little bit 
of flex and compromise. A little bit of flex and compromise, right? Un poco de flexibilidad y, pues, no un compromiso. Compromiso es como commitment en inglés. Un poco de flexibilidad y, pues, no sé, como juntar en el medio. No, no exactamente, what is compromise? Como llegar a un acuerdo o llegar, pues, a algo que no sea exactamente lo que quieras, pero, pues, un poco de flexibilidad, right? Speaking to LBC on Wednesday, he told fans traveling from England and Wales to be respectful of the host nation where same-sex activity is illegal. Within hours, the prime minister's official spokesman said LGBT fans should not be expected to compromise who they are. Okay, so now they're just like going back on that. Ahora ellos dicen que no, no, ellos no deberían pues comprometer o no, no deberían cambiar quienes son si ellos visitan a Qatar. So now they shouldn't compromise who they are. So first it's be a little bit flexible, then it's don't compromise who you are. So first it's it's make a change <laughs> or in respect because like to respect the nation's laws you essentially i mean the nation's laws say that same-sex activity is illegal so first they're telling you it's it's one of those political things like they're trying to they're trying to use political words in a way that makes it so no one gets mad at them right so first the the ministry in the uk says you know be flexible be respectful of the nation and then they come back and say but don't change who you are You know, they're like the they're trying to meet in the middle and it's just it's it's not going to work like you're going to upset one of the two parties. The two parties are diametrically opposed. Then Labour, the Labour Party, I guess, called Mr. Cleverly's remarks shockingly tone deaf. <laughs> That's funny. So shockingly, okay, como asombrosamente or horriblemente, whatever, tone deaf. Okay, tone deaf just kind of means like totally ignorant, I guess. Como muy ignorante. I don't know. Okay. In a separate interview with Sky News, the foreign secretary reiterated his message when asked how the government was pushing for LGBT equality in Qatar. Okay, I know that's kind of hard, but el, secret, el secretario pues, eh, del extranjero pues, dijo el mismo mensaje cuando él preguntó al gobierno oh, cómo es que el gobierno estaba pues, tratando de llegar a igualdad social para los de esa comunidad de lesbianos, uh, bisexuales y homosexuales. Okay, whatever. Yeah, that's a hard one to translate. He said, these are Muslim countries. They have a very different cultural starting point for us. I think it's important when you're a visitor to a country that you respect the culture of your host nation. So there he is, essentially saying, I think, yo creo que es importante que respetes la cultura del país que está, pues, el, el anfitrión del evento. Okay, so he's basically saying, You know, yeah, you have to do what they say when in their country. All right, so the, de the decision to stage the World Cup in Qatar, a country where homosexuality can be punishable by death, has been criticized by LGBT groups, okay? Now, one point here. Homosexuality can be punishable by death. When I read through... I mean, I'll be honest, I'm reading the Wikipedia version of it, so who knows what's correct. It says it's typically, it's only punishable by death among Muslims. Like, you get a jail sentence. It's very bad. You go to jail, apparently, for up to seven years or something, if you, you know, are caught having uh, homosexual relations in Qatar um, as a non-Muslim. So, I mean, there are different rules, I guess, for Muslims and non-Muslims, but the point is, is uh, you know, it, it's totally against the law, and... If someone, you know, is caught practicing homosexual activity, they could be put in jail for many years or they could even be killed. 
right? Um, so England and Wales have both qualified for the tournament, meaning they will each play three group math matches plus knockout matches if they progress, okay? England, okay, we don't need to know about the matches. Earlier this year, LGBT organizations engaging with FIFA said progress has been slow in ensuring the safety of LGBT fans. Okay, Qatar had not been adequate. So basically, no hay mucho progreso y no están pues asegurando la seguridad de los fanáticos que son bisexuales, homosexuales, lesbianos, lo que sea. ¿Sí? Let's see. Now, footballer Harry Kane has said he intends to wear his One Love Rainbow Captain armband. Okay. Entonces el futbolista Harry Kane dijo que él va a usar pues su, eh, es como brazalete digamos que se pone en su brazo como de arco iris, es capitán, el nombre del, del brazalete es el One Love de arco iris que es como el símbolo de pues la comunidad de L, eh, LGBT, ¿sí? Hmm, alright, even if it's not approved, so él va a ir en contra del, pues del país, digamos. All right, basic compulsory equipment. All right, now FIFA regulations state that a player's kit and other basic equipment must not have any political, religious, or personal slogans, statements, or images. So, all right, that's going to be a, a problem for him. Okay, let's see. Now, hmm, okay, what else do we got here? Mr. Cleverly's remarks come as Qatari officials stopped UK campaigner Peter Trechel from staging an LGBT rights protest in Doha. Doha is the capital of Qatar. Okay, hmm, all right. So I think that that's really all I need to read through. There's a little bit more of the article, but so you get the point. All right, the World Cup is being hosted in Qatar. It's a strong uh, Muslim country, right? And obviously, uh, because of, you know, Sharia law, Islamic law, um, yeah, as you can see, um, you know, uh, homosexual activity is punishable by imprisonment and, and death. And uh, I've just, I found this article really, uh, like I said, I found it funny. I, just, I thought it was funny. Like, apparently, they're going to reach some sort of a compromise, you know, which to me, like, there is, there is no compromising. I, this is one thing that... I'm going to rant a little bit here to finish this off as someone who speaks Arabic and has been to, well, I guess three Middle Eastern countries, but I know a lot of people from the Middle East. I've been to the Middle East um, a couple of times and I know a lot about Islam and it's just in, in certain countries like this, particularly the Gulf countries, you know, uh, Saudi Arabia and Qatar and the United Arab Emirates. The United Arab Emirates is a very weird one because there are lots of expats living in Dubai, right? And that's just kind of a weird city on its own. It's a beautiful city, but it's a weird city um, with like three types of people. You have the locals who live like kings. You have the expats from the western world who live a great life too and can kind of do what they want even though it's against like the main laws and then you have immigrants from the east who are treated like slaves um so anyway that's a weird country but the point is in a lot of these countries there is still a lot of strict islamic law and i think sometimes um you know people from i guess i'll just call it the west in general whether that's the united states or latin america just don't really understand just how strict and rigid some of these laws are i mean i had 
you know, and I'll say this, I've had friends from, you know, the Middle East. I have some friends from the Middle East who I'm pretty sure they are homosexual, but they, you know, won't admit it or, you know, they would never say it publicly um, just because they know that in their country that would be punishable by imprisonment or death. Um, I've had, like I said, let me, like, let me just give you an example of like, I think that people from the West sometimes just don't understand how hardcore and strict true Islamic Sharia law is in some of these countries. Like, just a funny example was four or five years ago. I had one friend who had grown up in Yemen, right? And, the, you know, Yemen is, well, I mean, is it is homosexuality punishable by death? I, I think it's still on the list. The point is, Yemen is, you know, um, well, right now it's a war-torn country for a lot of reasons, but... Um, it's also, it's a very strict Muslim country as well, for the most part. And, um, you know, so I had a friend who had spent most of his life in Yemen. And then one of my other friends just from the U S who didn't know that much about the country, um, you know, was talking, we were talking about alcohol, right? And, you know, my friend who had lived most of his life in Yemen just said, uh, you know, yeah, no, alcohol is forbidden. And, and this is, you know, probably worse in a place like Saudi Arabia, right? Um, but then, you know, my friend from here, from the U.S. said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, what about like all types of alcohol? So you mean like, like beer? What about beer? No, beer is forbidden. Well, what about wine? No, no, wine is forbidden. Well, what about whiskey? No, no, whiskey. Like, like, it was really funny. He was like listing off the types of alcohol, thinking that one of them might be like allowed. <laughs> when technically like in Saudi Arabia, I'm not even sure with Yemen, but the point is in a lot of those countries in the Gulf, it's just, it's not allowed. This stuff is illegal, okay? Alcohol is illegal in a lot of these countries, okay? You can get in huge trouble for having alcohol. Uh, same thing, you know, homosexuality is illegal in these countries, okay? It can be punishable by long sentences in prison or by death, okay? Now, the funny part is a lot of, especially like famous people, not famous people necessarily, well, probably them too, um, the a-holes who run Saudi Arabia, but um, a lot of people in these Gulf countries, particularly Saudi Arabia, they find ways, you know, they, they, they say that they're not going to be doing any of this stuff, whether it's alcohol, drugs, whatever. They find ways to do it. They travel outside of the country. They go across the bridge to Bahrain, which is, Bahrain is a country that's a small kind of island right next to Saudi Arabia. You know, they go across the bridge for for hookers, strippers, drugs, alcohol. You know, they certainly probably find some of this stuff in Dubai. The point is, you know, there are some that preach this, you know, life of um, total piousness and, you know, is that even a word? I don't know. Of total Islam. And then they are, you know, out finding ways to engage in drugs and sex and things like that that are they technically shouldn't be doing now i'm not saying that all muslims are like that because a lot of muslims you know even ones who are very very religious and very traditional um you know they probably are uh, they're not necessarily doing these things right they may just have families they live a muslim lifestyle i probably should have said that at the beginning but the point is these countries are tough and strict countries okay and that's what causes a lot of people to either repress homosexuality in certain cases or do things under the table. By under the table, I mean in, uh, you know, hidden ways. They find other ways to use drugs, alcohol, have sex, uh, you know, with different women or, you know, I guess I say different women. It's usually men that are finding ways to do these things. And that's a whole other topic is men's versus women's rights in, in these societies. But anyway, um, I guess at the end of this, all I really did was talk shit about Islam for like 15 minutes. But um, yeah. 
that article just made me laugh, uh, just the way it was titled. And like I said, a very serious issue. So, um, yeah, that's really all I got. And uh, we'll talk again tomorrow, and it definitely won't be as uh, political, I'm sure. All right, peace, talkers. Thank you for listening. Gracias por escuchar. Share Keep Talking podcast with a friend who you think would also like it. Let's keep talking every day.